OPN Ask an Angel podcasts are conversations with global angel investors and venture capitalists. We explore how to invest, understanding investment strategies, and approaches to due diligence. Join us and learn what it takes to be a startup or what it takes to invest in the next great company. Good morning. Welcome, Angelo Del Duca, angel investor, and I would say a big moving part in this entire ecosystem of what's going on in the uh, Ontario. Um, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me, uh, Jeffrey, and uh, 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 and thank you for the kind words. Uh, it's always a pleasure uh, uh, engaging uh, with you, uh, OPN and the entire ecosystem. So uh, thanks once again. Oh, you bet. So we've, uh, we've now been working our way through. This is our, I believe this is now our fourth interview and uh, they've been going uh, quite well. We've been keeping them nicely streamlined and uh, getting lots of great insights from uh, investors in the market. So maybe uh, just give us a, a little a little bit about yourself uh, before we do jump into uh, the questions. All right, so uh, uh, I have lots of gray hair. So uh, I've been uh, in uh, industry uh, for around uh, 30 years. Uh, so I'm, maybe I'm exposing too much about how old I am. Um, did my own startup uh, 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 early in my career. Uh, uh, and prior to the startup, worked at U of T um, in the microelectronics space. Uh, uh, did my startup uh, again in the microelectronics space, uh, exited, and then decided to give back to the community and uh, joined the National Research Council uh, IRAP program, uh, became a director there, uh, led a team of uh, approximately 18 advisors and uh, decided to do an early uh, uh, retirement. Uh, 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 it's now uh, coming up to the fourth year, four years ago, uh, because I wanted to get back to my roots, which is engaging with the uh, uh, startup community and actually becoming an active investor. So uh, since then, I've been a part of the uh, York Angel Investors uh, was Angel of the Year uh, in 2017-18, I believe it was. Um, and I'm also a member of Maple Leaf Angels, Spark Angels, um, uh, uh, join in with Kuretsu. Uh, so I get, uh, 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 I get around within uh, the whole Angel community and uh, have not regretted a single day since I did my uh, early retirement. And I have to say, I'm probably 10 times busier uh, now than I was when I was at, uh, uh, at IRAP uh, uh, and uh, enjoy it. Uh, uh, one of the uh, 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 items uh, uh, in that whole in, uh, investment community uh, is I, I had the pleasure of uh, uh, joining and uh, being a part of the uh, uh, OPN Supporters Fund uh, and uh, 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 work very closely on uh, uh, trying to identify great opportunities uh, that have the potential for success. Awesome. Well, well said, and uh, you have a, an awesome background and, and lots there for, uh, for us to dig into. Uh, so why don't we start off with uh, the first question. Um, why do you invest in startup companies? I, uh, uh, 
the, the main reason uh, that I invest in companies, and I have a fairly large portfolio, um, and uh, uh, like a lot of us investors, uh, we always try and identify all of the successes. We sort of downplay some of the uh, not so successful, uh, uh, but really my main motivator beyond the uh, opportunity of yielding a return on my investment, it's really about an opportunity where I can create a change and have an impact on the growth of the company. So I like to invest in companies where uh, uh, I see the potential of growth, both in revenues and in people. Uh, I feel that if uh, I establish a good rapport and relationship with the entrepreneurs, uh, that uh, uh, I can probably uh, uh, and hopefully bring some value to the table uh, to help them uh, overcome some issues or challenges uh, that are preventing them from growing. So uh, I look at those opportunities. And if I see uh, the, uh, the, uh, a good, strong business case uh, and uh, uh, some areas where uh, uh, entrepreneurs need some help, uh, if I can do it, great. If not, I can reach out into my ecosystem and also bring in uh, specific resources to help them. So it's really being active as opposed to a passive uh, uh, investor. And um, if I can uh, uh, accomplish that, it actually gets back to my, uh, uh, my driver, my passion, uh, uh, which is helping that uh, uh, tech-based uh, uh, startup community grow because I see that uh, 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 piece of the marketplace, the, the tech startups, being critical uh, for the, uh, the strength of the economy and also job creation. Well, that's awesome. And uh, we align so, on so many different uh, areas there as well. And, and uh, you're right, helping those companies overcome uh, obstacles or stuck in a growth pattern, they're not able to move ahead. So being able to explore those uh, uh, different ideas and concepts with them, strategize and move it forward, I think is a, a great way to, to kind of help these startups. And it's a great mindset on why to invest. Um, you talked a little bit about uh, what you were doing at IRAP. Is, what was the driving force that got you set up and starting to invest in startups? So it actually was the, uh, very similar in nature. So I can't speak uh, 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 enough about how amazing uh, uh, the program is. Uh, uh, it's uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, oldest programs that are out there. Uh, and like uh, all of us in the uh, investment community, uh, the program itself changes just as the mindset of the in, uh, investors has changed over the years. And that's natural. Uh, because uh, a, a program uh, uh, and investor are very similar in nature. They're looking at creating the greatest impact. So when I was at IRAP, I always uh, uh, motivated my approval of, uh, of projects with specific companies uh, uh, around the, uh, the methodology of, does this have the potential to create uh, uh, wealth for the country? Uh, and also create employment for the, 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 the country. And so the return on investment 
may be uh, viewed as slightly different, but when you dig deep down, it's actually the same thing, right? Because if companies can uh, uh, demonstrate that they're increasing their sales uh, and increase uh, employment, then they have a greater chance of contributing to the country vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, paying taxes uh, and from an investor point of view, uh, uh, providing a return on the investment. So both are uh, uh, um, uh, amazingly in alignment. Uh, and uh, at IRAP, uh, I was able to go into companies and actually get them to open up their kimono uh, uh, to identify where we can help, right? And it's, uh, uh, it's amazing how the uh, uh, strength of the program enabled me to accomplish that. Similarly, uh, uh, companies are always on, on a mission to be able to gain enough capital to be able to execute on their vision. Uh, and, uh, 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 and you're a part of it too, uh, Jeffrey, and you see it. Uh, when we uh, sit down with uh, an entrepreneur, we want them to really uh, uh, put everything on the table, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then identify how we can change those uh, bad and ugly all into good, right? And if we can accomplish that, uh, uh, I think we've done our job for the day. Uh, and putting aside uh, the, uh, uh, the global altruistic uh, uh, aspects of doing that, uh, there's also, if we can accomplish that, we also can accomplish, uh, hopefully uh, uh, increase the potential of yielding a return on investment so that everyone wins, right? And so that I use the same drivers as to uh, uh, why would I support uh, certain companies at IRAP as I do uh, uh, at, uh, uh, at, in the investment community. I also saw from IRAP, uh, having gone through a significant number of uh, uh, projects uh, and proposals, I probably have a really good handle on not necessarily the key uh, uh, factors for success, but probably a good insight on what are the factors for failure. And if we can uh, overcome those factors, uh, uh, then the, the likelihood of success is uh, dramatically increased. No, for sure, it's a, it's a two-sided coin, right? There's always uh, one way or the other of the direction to go, but if you spend enough time in the space, you start to be able to see different things on both sides and figure out how to align those to go forward. So having that experience from IRAP and carrying that into the, the angel network is fantastic. Um, so inside of that, what becomes your favorite part of investing? Uh, actually uh, uh, doing a deep dive into the, com uh, into the company. Uh, I, uh, I relish the opportunity of uh, uh, being an active participant uh, and in a lot of situations, uh, uh, taking the lead on doing the due diligence that's required uh, uh, to really make that determination. Uh, and um, uh, 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 I've been fortunate that uh, uh, colleagues actually respect some of uh, my uh, 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 perspectives on a company after having done uh, uh, a deep dive with them uh, and uh, actually use me uh, to a certain degree of mitigating their risk as to whether uh, 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 I'm in alignment with their thinking, 
uh, ultimately, uh, uh, all the investors have their own uh, 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 methodology and, and, and triggers for doing an investment. But to me, uh, uh, being very active in determining uh, 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 what uh, stage the company is at, what are the uh, 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 risks associated with it, and how uh, those risks can be mitigated and uh, uh, avoided. Um, and I uh, look at that aspect as being the most critical uh, 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 factor of why I enjoy doing what I do. No, that's fantastic. And um, I'm a big fan of the data and the dive-in, so I appreciate all of that. And I think that it carries a big value for one on your side in building a relationship with the CEO or the startup company, uh, which is very helpful. Uh, but like you said, it really allows you to align their principles along with the other investors. And that gets people a lot more comfortable and helps de-risk that business opportunity for sure. Um, when you're uh, looking at investments, is there a, a set criteria of the amount of companies you look to invest in per year? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, 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 so the, uh, one can look at it from uh, two perspectives, right? Uh, 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 when I look at the number of investments, uh, uh, one can I de- uh, utilize, I'm going to set aside a block of money. Uh, and uh, uh, with that block of money, I'm going to uh, 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 allocate uh, uh, chunks of it uh, into many companies, right? Uh, individually. Uh, uh, and I do do that uh, uh, to a certain degree. Um, uh, but what I've also done is uh, been a part of funds where I put one chunk of money in and then it leads into investment of many companies. Uh, and so uh, uh, my uh, uh, investment in and participation in the uh, supporters fund is a good example of that. Uh, uh, my contribution to that fund uh, is not only going towards one company, but rather many companies. And the rationale for all of that boils down to one, uh, one factor. Make sure that I have a diversified portfolio. Uh, 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 I don't like to some investors will only invest in a particular vertical, right? Whether it's medtech, whether it's uh, SaaS-based technologies, I like to spread it out over many segments uh, and uh, uh, have my money uh, dispersed over a larger number of companies. And then it's uh, essentially playing a game of, uh, uh, with a larger number of companies that I'm involved in, the opportunity for uh, uh, one or more uh, uh, clicking in terms of uh, r- rapid growth is dramatically increased. And the, the, uh, as you're aware, uh, uh, probably in uh, uh, investing in 10 companies, uh, eight uh, will uh, either fail or uh, uh, be, a, uh, uh, be in the struggling area. And then there are the two uh, that really uh, start to succeed and possibly one that really uh, explodes. So spreading it out over uh, 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 a large group of companies uh, is, uh, is key with the understanding of it's risky, right? And uh, 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 the, the key would be looking at each investment from the perspective that that uh, a particular company is gonna be that one in 10 that really explodes, right? Uh, 
uh, uh, and that's a real theory. <laughs> uh, and if we can accomplish that uh, 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 at a much higher percentage, then everyone wins, right? Uh, so that's my methodology and approach to investment as to why I invest in particular companies and why I like to uh, 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 spread it out. Uh, and as an example, I don't have an, um, uh, an investment currently in uh, uh, a, uh, a, a, a real dedicated life science-based company. So I'm actively seeking the right opportunity to invest in that. Uh, and uh, 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 so uh, I look at it from the point of view of what's missing in my portfolio, what companies are in that uh, uh, area, and which ones uh, uh, have the potential of growth, and where can I uh, provide value? No, that's great. And uh, uh, I like your philosophy 100%. Uh, we align with that, and, and you're right. There's uh, diversifying, and then there's finding the right uh, mix of companies that you can invest in. Uh, it kind of talks to our next question, which was on the vertical side. If there was a specific vertical, and as you mentioned, you, you don't really tie things into uh, a specific vertical. You're looking at the, the business opportunity and the people that are running that company and going forward with that. So very agnostic to market, which is, which is fantastic. So when you start to go through uh, your due diligence, is there any requirements that you look for before you make a commitment? Is there anything that's really set in stone they got to have? Uh, or you're out. I, I really like to, uh, 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 to hone in uh, in uh, uh, a few areas that I think are really important. Uh, uh, the big one is what's the market opportunity? So uh, uh, trying to gauge how, uh, uh, how fast can the company grow uh, over a period of time. So at the very uh, least, I expect uh, three years projections of uh, their revenue with the understanding projections are just that, uh, uh, projections. And they're probably uh, valid up until the time you say print or save that uh, Excel uh, file. What's really important in that is looking at the logic and the assumptions that were used to come up with those projections. So I look at uh, uh, the, that thought process of oh, how did they uh, uh, see the market, how are they uh, planning to capture that market, how do they differentiate themselves from everyone else in the marketplace. I, I don't like the, uh, 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 well, I don't like to use blanket statements, but, but I do get concerned when a company says, I'm the only one in this space and there's no one else. And uh, one could look at it from uh, two perspectives, one being that's great. You're just creating something new in the entire uh, uh, business world. Uh, but you may also take a look at it. Maybe the reason why there's no one else in that space is because there isn't a market opportunity. So describe to me why you feel so strong that this is a real opportunity. And, uh, uh, and then I look at uh, uh, how can I bring value to the opportunity uh, or uh, investors in general, what's missing in the company in terms of capability and resources, and how will the investment really be able to address those missing pieces? And one last thing that I look for that I've started using uh, uh, recently in my uh, DD sessions, um, and uh, I have to acknowledge it was a colleague of mine that we were uh, doing uh, 
a joint due diligence. And it's actually a real thought provoking question. And what uh, the question that I asked the company is assume that as a company, you're dead in 24 months. What were the reasons that caused the death of the company? And what are you planning to do to overcome that or prevent that uh, situation from occurring? And inevitably, every company that I've asked that question recently, they're going, wow, that's an interesting question. Uh, let me think about that uh, because uh, that, that's important. Uh, and uh, so those are the elements that I look, look for uh, in, the, uh, 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 in the due diligence. But most importantly, are the people the right team, right? Uh, are they, uh, 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 the, the phrase that's overused, I think, is uh, uh, coachable. <laughs> uh, I like to think of, are, uh, uh, is the team really focused on growing the company? And uh, uh, how do they uh, fit together? There have been a couple of situations where the founders, after uh, a year, are at loggerheads with each other, which is not that unusual, right? Uh, because the, 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 the startup uh, community is not for the faint of heart, right? And I like to see uh, uh, founders that can put differences aside and concentrate on the, the, the growth strategy of the company. Oh, that's fantastic. So there's uh, uh, some good nuggets there on the, uh, the marketing opportunity side, sales side, figuring out how you're going to grow your business um, and how you're going to you know, put, put some numbers down, give it a target and go after it. And then, of course, um, having a strong team makes a big difference. And, and those are, there are two sides to coin. There's the paperwork and what you're shooting for. And then on the other side, there's um, the people and how the CEO and all of them are going to click to drive that business. So they are two different fundamentals that really support that startup and growth. Is there a time frame that you have um, on an investment that you try to make sure that you can help close in? Um, uh, so timing. So there's two uh, uh, timing areas. Uh, and if I uh, 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 really look at uh, uh, the uh, look at it from the uh, two different perspectives, right? The first perspective is. Uh, how fast can you come to a decision in terms of an investment, right? And it really is uh, dependent on each opportunity as to how quickly can we address all of the aspects within uh, uh, the deep dive and due diligence on the opportunity, the team, all of those factors, right? Uh, and if it's all in place, there's no reason why uh, 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 one couldn't come to a decision very quickly, let's say within a month, right? But in, uh, uh, in, uh, in other situations, there may be missing factors in the, uh, 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 in the makeup, uh, which would require uh, 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 having the, uh, uh, the company uh, and or myself and uh, my colleagues come up with uh, uh, some alternatives where we see limitations. And that may take time, right? So uh, 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 providing a, a, a linkage to a, a key uh, player in the space that they're going in, looking at uh, uh, potentially uh, uh, providing a, a, a connection and a, a partnership with others uh, that 
uh, jointly benefit both of them. Uh, uh, that may take time, uh, uh, but realistically, uh, 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 at the, uh, the long end, I'd like to see things definitely within a three-month period to go through that whole process, uh, uh, get uh, not only uh, uh, the company in alignment with the investors, but also getting the investors in alignment with the company too. It, it, it is a dance, right? And, and you need to, uh, uh, to dance. And sometimes uh, the, the, there is some limitations on one end, but there are also limitations on the other end. Having said all of that, once that's undertaken and uh, 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 an investment is executed, I look at being able to assess a company where uh, uh, within a three to five year period, they're going to be returning an investment uh, to my, uh, 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 my injection of funds. Uh, and uh, 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 I've had a, a, a couple uh, that actually have yielded uh, 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 exits within uh, a, a two-year period. So I've been fortunate. Uh, but again, as I mentioned on the, uh, at the outset of our discussion, uh, uh, we always like to talk about the, the hits and the winners, right? <laughs> but there's still quite a few there that are uh, uh, still uh, uh, working and uh, uh, diligently trying to uh, uh, yield that return on investment. Because if they bring me an investment, they're clearly bringing a, 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 a value uh, to their uh, company and uh, the, the founders themselves. For sure. So there's, uh, it sounds like there's always going to be a bit of time. So it could be a month, but it's going to extenuate as long as it takes to get through all of the, the due diligence and the questions and the, the shift, the change that everybody brings to the, to the table, which is a good thing. Um, is there, uh, when you're making investments, do you do uh, and save back money for follow-up investments? Uh, the one thing that uh, uh, I, I'm almost uh, religious on requiring uh, uh, from uh, an investment, uh, one aspect, and uh, 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 Jeffrey, you and I are very much aligned in this, uh, 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 having a uh, 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 participated with you on uh, uh, several investments, and that's the uh, uh, the opportunity for warrants. That uh, uh, essentially, what I like uh, uh, to uh, accomplish in an investment, uh, uh, having a set uh, milestone uh, uh, that is mutually agreed between the investors and the company uh, that indicates. If you can achieve this growth within this period of time, I will put in more money at the original valuation. Uh, and uh, uh, it is actually a wonderful tool because it sets goals and uh, uh, expectations from both parties. Uh, uh, I, uh, being an engineer, I like to see uh, objectives and goals, right? And uh, uh, and I think uh, that not only exists within the technical space, but also within the business space, right? It, it's not uh, 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 sufficient to sort of say, I'm going to grow. Uh, 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 what probably uh, uh, is much more quantifiable uh, within this period, my uh, uh, growth 
both in revenues and people will be at this particular stage. And if you accomplish that, well, I'm going to help you more by providing you with more money. And uh, 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 I also like the opportunity and in certain situations where that uh, uh, warrant requ uh, 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 option would exist not only for the investors, but also for the entrepreneurs themselves. So if they uh, 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 sign up, they too uh, uh, can inject more money, i.e. gain uh, uh, more equity or maintain their equity position uh, uh, in the company. These are all benefits to both sides, right? Uh, with, the, uh, uh, with the goal of being driven by success. Yeah, no, that's great. And 100% support that. I'm a huge fan of, of that. And I think it also aligns for uh, if it's done right and it's in six to eight months, not three years away, the value comes for uh, being able to do that bridge round to get them to that next level. So it, there's always being strategic ways to, to input that dollar to help them grow. Uh, you mentioned a few other things around uh, different ways that you can help start up startups um, outside of just financing, is there anything that you look at uh, that you really hone in on when you are helping outside of finance from advising and uh, other aspects? Is there something that you can describe that you bring to the table that really will help a startup? So I look at in terms of what I can bring to the table besides the money, right? Um, and uh, I guess from uh, in the investment uh, community, uh, and also from the startup uh, uh, community, it's not just about the money, it's about getting smart money, right? And uh, 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 I use the term smart money as what can uh, an individual bring to the table that's beyond their uh, 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 physical investment in the company. So what I look at uh, 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 is opportunities where I can leverage my knowledge of the, the, the whole funding uh, 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 program uh, landscape that exists. Uh, uh, are there programs that are specific uh, and well-suited to helping the, the company? And typically, these uh, uh, funding programs are non-dilutive, so the, uh, the, the company can get money without giving up any equity in their company. Right? And I can help them uh, manage uh, their journey through that process because that journey may not necessarily be that simple. Right, And having a better understanding of what the mindset is from the program perspective, entrepreneurs have a better uh, 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 basis to, uh, to know how to effectively uh, uh, move through that process. And then there are specific uh, programs that are uh, uh, initiated depending on market conditions. And we look at COVID-19 right now, there are uh, uh, substantial programs that are available that I encourage all companies to explore to see how they can uh, 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 leverage those opportunities uh, uh, to, uh, 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 to, uh, uh, to further advance their uh, uh, capability. In addition to programs, there's also, are there in the, uh, uh, subject matter experts, uh, uh, either 
uh, uh, technology-based or business-based that can be brought into the uh, the fold uh, during uh, the 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 pre and post investment stage with the company. So, uh, is there someone or some organization out there that uh, really provides a particular uh, skill set that can propel the growth? A good example could be: uh, Is there uh, a, a company that is well positioned from an SEO perspective? Uh, and uh, uh, if a company is uh, uh, a direct-to-consumer uh, uh, business model, how can SEU, uh, SEO sorry, uh, be utilized to further expand their user base and increase their, uh, uh, their, uh, uh, their revenues, their traction, their exposure, uh, uh, all of those elements? So it's on uh, 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 not only on the funding side, but also from my uh, 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 sort of uh, uh, connections within uh, uh, the business community and technology community on who can really assist. So that's a good roundup of um, uh, a bunch of different things that you can really bring into that startup. Again, outside of the financial side, I think those are all great ways to, to help open the company up, especially in an early stage company when you're in a pre-seed and a seed round they really do tend to look for a lot more hands to help and being able to come in and explore uh, offering expertise in how to raise other non-dilutive funding to being able to help them with uh, experts that can help them really drive into a new vertical or at least align their vertical. All great things that they're gonna need at the base as they start to climb that mountain. Uh, so that's some, uh, some fantastic advice. Is there, um, since all of this COVID has started happening, markets have been changing, has there been any change or pullback on the types of investments that you're looking at or other angels in your space? Uh, I'm, uh, I've done several, well, not several, but uh, around four or five uh, 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 opportunities that have gone through uh, 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 to complete uh, uh, investment. And I do have to say that there are some uh, investors uh, that uh, have been uh, uh, looking deep in their portfolio uh, uh, to see uh, whether they're going to uh, do uh, uh, any further investment at this particular stage uh, uh, in light of the, uh, the markets uh, and its, uh, its effect uh, uh, from uh, the, the COVID-19 crisis that we're in. So yes, I have seen an impact on that side, but I, I I do have to say it's a smaller percentage than I had anticipated. Okay, uh, uh, I think that regardless uh, of the economic environment that we're in, a good opportunity is still a good opportunity, right? And investors will jump in on a good opportunity. Uh, they may not jump in at the same degree or same level that they normally would. Uh, but if there is a good opportunity for an investor, they'll find a way of being a part of that opportunity and, uh, and, and looking at uh, uh, investing. On the other side, I've had uh, uh, the startups themselves being uh, uh, effective, uh, uh, affected by COVID. But, I've also been pleasantly surprised 
that uh, 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 one opportunity, for example, where I did a DD yesterday, and uh, I had assumed before the, uh, the DD session that this company was going to be struggling uh, with the COVID uh, uh, situation. And in fact, the entrepreneur, uh, as uh, at the early onset of, uh, of the crisis, was really worried and concerned. Lo and behold, uh, uh, they uh, uh, just identified that uh, uh, April uh, was their strongest April ever, and uh, uh, and, and it was a, a, a it's a SaaS based technology, and we, we both concluded yes with this situation with uh, that everyone is in self isolation and bunkered down that people actually have a little bit more time uh, on uh, uh, to uh, uh, research what things are available and saw their offering as to be much more attractive. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, so there have been examples where actually the crisis has, uh, 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 and I hate to use the term because the, uh, COVID uh, uh, is uh, uh, completely tragic, but from a business point of view, uh, the, there has been some uh, uh, positive uh, aspects associated with uh, having more people being able to uh, uh, take uh, uh, advantage of some of the offerings that companies are offering. For sure, so there's a, there is a bit of a shift because of it, but at the same time, I, you know, things have come down a little bit, things have slowed in all sectors, but at the end of the day, there's always gonna be problems that need to be solved and startups have to pivot and they have to, to do the things that uh, will allow them to align and, and make success. So we've kind of gone through this life cycle from you know, coming from why you invest to going through DD and learning more about the company and getting really associated with the startups, making an investment, um, finding ways to intrinsic ways to help them grow and build. So now that you've kind of structured all this, is there an underlying piece of, I need to be updated regularly? What type of, how do you install and what is the method that you look for when companies, uh, you're looking for feedback after an investment? Is there a form of communication you like or ways that you support them outside of this uh, as you move forward? So in terms of ma maintaining that uh, uh, gauge of how a company is uh, performing uh, uh, during the, uh, uh, the post-investment stage, uh, uh, there is the mechanical one uh, uh, that uh, is always embedded in, a, uh, in an investment to some degree, which is, uh, I uh, uh, need to see a uh, status report every uh, quarter. Uh, I don't want to inundate uh, uh, my in, uh, 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 invested uh, companies with uh, focusing on doing paperwork to such a degree that it uh, deflects them from what they're supposed to be doing, which is succeeding. Having said that, uh, 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 every quarter seems to be uh, a reasonable approach to uh, 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 give me an update. Uh, uh, tell me uh, 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 the uh, uh, the major accomplishments during the past three months. Uh, what obstacles are you seeing? What changes have occurred in the um, uh, 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 in the marketplace? And do you have to, as you uh, uh, appropriately described, uh, uh, Jeffrey? Do I have to pivot? Do I have to look at uh, 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 new opportunities or new ways of doing business? 
So I try and get those as quickly, uh, 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 as regularly as possible every, uh, every quarter. And I do like to sort of follow up. And uh, if there is something there that I see, uh, uh, engage with the entrepreneurs and sit down, uh, 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 being respectful of not trying to uh, uh, divert their uh, attention. Uh, the, the one thing that uh, 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 we are all passionate, right? Both the entrepreneurs and the investors, right? Uh, the, the key is to have a dialogue, a fruitful dialogue, and I don't have uh, necessarily all the answers. And possibly if I turn around and suggest, uh, you need to do this, and then the next person comes in and says, well, wait a minute, you should actually be doing this, which is where they were initially, right? I want to avoid uh, uh, confusing the entrep entrepreneur uh, uh, and having them zigzagging when they should actually be going uh, uh, forward. And, and that's why it's critical to have uh, an engaged dialogue with them uh, on uh, uh, what makes sense. And it should be a mutually agreed approach as opposed to one-sided, right? Agreed. So, uh, active engagement is critical. No, that's uh, a wholeheartedly agree with that. Being able to keep everybody active and aware helps solve new problems that come up. And you know, that I think is really beneficial. Um, uh, while you're going through this, uh, and I know that um, in the past it's been uh, pretty prevalent, but do you look at taking board seats and participating on that side, or do you rather be an advisor uh, or just quarterly updates? Is there a piece that you really find that you fit in best with? Yeah, I really, uh, uh, in terms of active participation uh, with the company, uh, uh, in my investments, I try uh, where it makes sense, right? Uh, uh, try to be either on uh, uh, an advisory uh, board uh, or ideally uh, uh, on the board of directors, right? And in, uh, uh, if uh, York Angels, for example, is leading an investment, uh, the, the term sheet that I generate uh, uh, through York Angels actually has that as a requirement that there would be one uh, board seat allocated to the investors. Uh, uh, and uh, 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 it may be uh, myself in one situation or it may be another individual in another situation. So it's whatever it, it brings the greatest value. Uh, I, I think that uh, uh, having a seat for the sake of having a seat shouldn't be the driver, right? The driver should be really about, can I bring value? Do the entrepreneurs see value? Uh, and then how can I be a part of that? And the one thing that we have to keep in mind is uh, uh, once on the board, uh, uh, the role of a board member is really all about the uh, 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 be having the fiducial responsibility in the best interest of the company, right? It now be, makes it really formal, right? And uh, 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 having uh, 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 that commitment uh, uh, as a participating board member brings a lot from the perspective of focusing on success of the company. No, that's great. And you're right. It ties you in nicely with that business. And again, that opens up the lines of communication and ways that you can help 
Uh, and I know that a lot of companies will structure these either quarterly updates or monthly at the beginning just to kind of help things move forward faster. And again, you're a, you become a Rolodex of that company because uh, from the responsibility that you bring as an advisor, you also want to make sure that you're doing everything possible to help that company grow and in the right directions and solve problems. So uh, that's great that uh, you've got the opportunity to, uh, to be in that position. So I've got two last questions that I'm going to ask you. Uh, the, the first one, so from all the previous investments that you've done, everything that you've done at IRAP, you mentioned already earlier on in the discussion that, you know, there's, you see a lot of the good things that companies do, but you also see a lot of the bad things and you can figure out kind of, is this company going to be successful because you've seen uh, right at the onset, some of the maybe bad things that they're looking at doing and you can make that choice that this company might not be a fit to move forward, um, which is great. So can you round up all of that kind of information you have and give maybe one or two sound bites to what you find will help a startup get off the ground and move quickly and be successful? I, uh, it, some of the key factors I think that really drive success in companies uh, are really led by the the key management of the organization so the founders especially in uh, uh early stage startup companies uh it's not going to be a large well-established uh, 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 uh team that you would normally find in an existing mature company right uh and so uh invariably entrepreneurs will have many many hats and when they wear many hats, they're stretched thin. So I look at uh, uh, one of the key factors as being uh, uh, the flexibility and openness to look at alternatives. And sometimes that may mean uh, taking one or two of those hats off and uh, delegating to the appropriate re uh, resource. Because as, an, uh, as a founder and an entrepreneur, we always have this uh, 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 natural tendency, right? To have our finger in everything. Sometimes uh, uh, removing our finger in uh, uh, certain areas and delegating it to someone that is very focused in that area uh, uh, creates a real opportunity for success. So uh, 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 being able to identify uh, uh, where one's strengths and weaknesses are uh, uh, is a real key factor. And I look at that uh, uh, when I sit down with uh, uh, founders and entrepreneurs. Do they have that ability, right? If they have that ability of being able to uh, identify where opportunities are, uh, where they can play the greatest role in, uh, they have uh, the potential of uh, uh, greater success. That also extends into not only uh, uh, on uh, uh, from an activity base, but also from a business and market direction. Uh, uh, entrepreneurs that are really fixed in their view uh, uh, and don't respond to changes that are uh, exist in the marketplace uh, uh, are uh, destined to uh, 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 plateau and not necessarily continue that growth trajectory, right? So uh, 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 keeping uh, 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 an intimate 
uh, gauge of how the market is changing, adapting in the area that they're in is a, a, a key factor. So when I look at entrepreneurs, uh, 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 their knowledge of the marketplace, how their uh, 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 solutions uh, play a role in that marketplace, how do those solutions have to change as the marketplaces change, uh, that's uh, uh, critical. So I look at uh, the, that uh, 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 trait also, how well-versed are they in the marketplace that they're uh, identifying? And look at it not only from the perspective of this is a current techno uh, uh, solution to a, 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 a well-defined problem in the marketplace, but if it isn't a, a sustainable long-term solution, uh, then uh, the company may implode within a fairly short period of time, even though they can enjoy a momentary spike in growth, but uh, you want to avoid that spike uh, from becoming an impulse and then coming right back down again, right? So you always want to uh, 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 ensure that that uh, trajectory is always on the uptick and not uh, 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 leveling off or or, or coming down. That's some great advice. You're, uh, I, I really enjoy the fact that you, you, you put a lot of onus on the CEO to understand the market, but then also as they start to grow, push out a lot of the things that they're working on and find the experts that can support them so they can really shift their focus on hitting that market again and how they can start to grow inside of it. And I think that that is 100% uh, a, a good way of looking at um, good CEOs versus uh, ones that want to hold on and do everything and forget that there's got to be a growth pattern and you can't do everything. Right. So the, the last, uh, the last question that I have, and we've got a couple minutes, so I uh, will be um, quick on this last one, but so based on everything that's going on in the environment right now in North America, early stage investing, where do you see the next 12 months going? And then where are you predicting we're going to be in three years? So is there a, a category or vertical, a space that's really going to blow up and, and really uh, everybody's going to dive into over the next 12 months? And then what do you see in the next three years? And once we get these sound bites out, I'm going to hold you to it. So make sure it's good because I got to find everything you're saying. <laughs> well, now you're asking me to put my, the, the crystal ball in front of me and identify uh, 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 both near term and long term in, in terms of where things are going to be going. Uh, and uh, 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 that uh, uh, is a, a really difficult question, right? Uh, uh, having said that, near term, I look at opportunities, and I'm actually helping out uh, 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 some colleagues in this area. Uh, uh, the near, uh, it's actually not only near term, but also long term. Uh, and it's in uh, response to the current crisis that we're in, in COVID. Uh, so if we can, as a country, remove our reliance on foreign sources for particular solutions in the PPE uh, space, uh, it removes that reliance and dependency externally. That's one area that is a real opportunity right now. But more importantly, it also accomplishes something else. And the other thing that it accomplishes is establishing 
a stronger manufacturing capability locally. I think that the, uh, the, the current crisis that we're in, it's actually identified some real uh, uh, challenges that currently exist that uh, uh, we have fallen into because we've lost that uh, 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 capability and resource uh, to be able to do things locally while still focusing on a global uh, 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 perspective. So if we're reliant on uh, 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 external sources for uh, a large percentages uh, of the uh, things that we need, whether it be food, uh, uh, medical uh, uh, devices, uh, all of those aspects uh, uh, to a large degree externally, it raises a huge risk for the country. And when, when I say uh, raises a, few, a, a huge risk for the country, that uh, uh, turns into investment opportunities too, right? Because if we're all struggling with those uh, uh, situations, uh, uh, then the economy uh, uh, will suffer. And if uh, the economy suffers, then investments uh, suffer. And it, it has that whole uh, uh, chain reaction throughout the whole uh, uh, ecosystem, both to investors, entrepreneurs, and companies, right? Uh, uh, and uh, uh, when I look back at uh, uh, what had happened in Ontario in the late 90s, I had uh, uh, indicated to uh, one of my colleagues at one point that, uh, you know, the biggest challenge I see for Ontario is that for the longest time, we relied on the strength of a really weak dollar. And that's why we were so successful in manufacturing and we didn't innovate. Well, lo and behold, in the late 90s to 2000, if you remember, the Canadian dollar flipped where it was much stronger than the US. Well, all of a sudden, the manufacturing sector collapsed because it was driven by a weak dollar as opposed to a strong solution. And we sat on our laurels of not innovating, right? So uh, 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 I still see uh, uh, advanced ma uh, manufacturing as being a key area where we can uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, really look at uh, 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 great returns and strength for the country. And uh, uh, that may actually, this crisis may actually fuel uh, uh, that uh, sector uh, and ensure that we not only have the strength from our dollar, but more importantly, from the way we provide the products and the services. Well, you're, that's a, a fantastic view. And I know that there's been a, a few discussions that have come out from the United States and around the world where people are starting to say, hey, maybe we should be insourcing development and uh, services because uh, we're putting ourselves in a, in a tough, uh, tough position that we're not able to uh, get products that we want or quality of products that we need. Uh, we're too reliant on uh, foreign, but at the same time, we're also looking at foreign investments. So there's a big moving ship that kind of has to really refine itself down and figure out what Canada wants to be. And I know in the late 60s, um, and the architect that designed this is totally going to elude me his name, but there were two people 
uh, that were paid by the Canadian government to say, where does Canada want to be long term? And they wrote up uh, this fantastic document that stated that, you know what, Canada is going to be the world's uh, think tank and we're going to put together everything around how to do things, and, but we're not going to manufacture or do anything in Canada. We're going to be the brain power that feeds the rest of the world. Well, they succeeded in making that happen, and Canada is well known and, and uh, brought into that space, but now you're stuck at a position where now you've outsourced everything, where the brain power is all in, in Canada, and we're helping that way, but now we're out of lack because we can't actually manufacture and do all of these great things that we need to to be self-sufficient. So I think there is going to be a, a good change of pace and that will drive out uh, the future uh, in the next three years as well. So uh, that is, that's awesome. Well, in saying that, Angelo, I would, uh, as always, uh, I'm a big fan of everything you do and I'm glad that you were able to join us today and uh, we'll continue to uh, keep doing the great push in the uh, early stage sector. And I appreciate all of your time today. Thank you very much again. Uh, give me two seconds. We're going to do a nice little picture or whatever at the end. I haven't done this yet because I keep forgetting. But uh, again, thank you. Your insights were, were fantastic. And we'll let you know when everything gets posted. It will be in the, uh, in the foreseeable future. In the next couple of weeks, we'll start pushing out sound bites. But uh, thank you again for all of the insight. Well, thank you so much, Jeffrey. And I really look forward to it, as always. Awesome.